Thank you for tuning in to another episode of Locked on Bulls. On today's episode, hey, the NBA draft is today. So we have an all-draft coverage episode for you guys today. First up, we'll be talking about our respective top three players that we hope and think the Bulls will draft. Then we'll be getting into players that we think the Bulls should stay away from in the draft. And then lastly, we'll be finishing the show talking about what are the chances that AK and Eversley pick up an additional first-round pick in this year's draft. We'll get into all that and more on today's Locked on Bulls. You are Locked On Bulls, your daily podcast on the Chicago Bulls, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Thank you for making Locked On Bulls your first listen every day. Locked On Bulls, a member of the Locked On Podcast Network. And before we get into the show, got to talk to you guys about what's coming up. One live NBA draft show is not enough for Locked On. Every show is going live on draft night. So join me and Pat for 15 minutes after our pick on Locked On Bulls on our YouTube to, for an immediate reaction from our from our, your local experts. Subscribe now to Locked On Bulls to make sure you know when we go live. Hit that notification button, people, man. Y'all got to be notified when we go live. Come on now. Especially, listen, in the summer, y'all may get a lot of random lives. But let's get into the content today. Uh, First up, Pat. Hey, hey, I didn't introduce you, by the way. I'm tripping today. That's Pat the Designer, host and creator of the Windy City Breeze. I'm (laughs) Hayes, host and creator of Chicago Bulls Central. We got to get a little bit more professional around here. A little bit, Uh, Look, just a little, just a little. Uh, so first up, we're going to talk about three players each that we hope and think to see the Bulls are going to draft in this draft tomorrow man, or tonight. As of this recording, it's tonight. Yeah. What do you think, man? Um, my three right now, and it, and it's very dependent on because this draft board is so weird, bro. I started the after after me and you got off the phone and talking about topics and stuff like that. Started looking at the draft boards, right? None of them they are the changed same since anymore. last night, but they changed no, since last night. Uh, yeah, n- none of them are the same anymore. Uh, everybody's got a different opinion on where guys are going. Um, but I do still see a couple that still have us going EJ Liddell. If I had to go number yeah. one player that I think the Chicago Bulls should get, I think EJ Liddell's going to be my number one. I think we're both in agreement on that. They can come in and he can give you excellent production right now. And, and, the, all of these players to me, right, you kind of have to find a way to to get that production out of them this season. My number two here, and I didn't find him on nearly as many uh, 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 mock drafts anymore. So I'm a little bit nervous because mm-hmm. he's moving up. But I still love Walker Kessler. Oh, I still man. love Walker Kessler. And uh, if he can, if he falls to the Chicago Bulls, I think that will be a great get, especially right because, and you'll notice something with both of these guys, one with P. Will in there, right? Like, I think there's going to be kind of a movement as things go on. But if Marco does become this big that we hope that he's going to be, you're looking at a guy who you're going to need to have somebody stand next to and be able to block shots because I don't care how much time it takes, how much time he spends. Marco Saminovich probably is not going to end up being a lockdown defender in the eyes of many of these guys. Now, now that you um, said that, watch him all of a sudden turn into bro, a lockdown defender. Bro. Turns into a clamp. Right? <laughs> like the second I said, bro, I said, I said, listen, uh, uh, um, the uh, the thing that the breeze is like it's hard. I look at my channel, I'll be like, it's tough for me to be credible because like my top videos are all me being wrong. <laughs> like it's like one is like why the Chicago Bears be like the most dominant team in the. Uh, in the NFC, and it's like in 2021, 
So like <laughs> 36,000 views, right? Right now, my That's top hilarious. video is a Kai Soto video. So maybe, maybe I'll be right for once. Watch him turn into like a perennial superstar that we missed out on. Uh, and speaking of uh, Kai Soto, my number three is, no, nah, I'm just playing. Um, I, 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 My number three, my opinion changed on him as I watched more tape on him. Mm-hmm. Uh, I still can't say his name right, uh, 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 but... Uh, o- Ochai Abaje, Abaje, Ochi, Ochi Abaje, yes, o- Ochi Abaje. Uh, yes. he's my number three right now. Uh, I understand he's very young. I understand that he's, he's actually nice. Is- twenty-two years old, brother. Um, is he twenty-two? I thought he was younger twenty. Than he's twenty-two years old. I thought he was younger than. That's that, why he's he? moving down the draft boards. It's because a lot of the younger kids are mo- moving up. I I would absolutely go get a Ochi Abaje because I feel like he's a player right now that you're talking about plugging in possibly like like at this point right it's like Demar Zach and Vooch and I could absolutely see a a a three tan, a three man tandem of Zach Levine, Ochi Abaje and Patrick Williams being something that the NBA has to worry about. Uh I think that that's a tandem that takes a little bit longer, right? But at mm-hmm. 18 you do have to ask yourself, is it better to go best available talent, especially in the NBA, or is it better to go with your need? If you feel Zach Levine's a superstar, go with your need. If you feel like Zach Levine's a star-level player, you might want to go with best talent available. If Ochi Abaje falls to us, um, he's going to be the best talent available at that spot, I believe. Yeah, depending on on who else falls, but I, I like your list. I, I I respect your list very especially the Oche uh Abaje, Ochi Abaje, because now I'm saying it wrong. Oche Abaje. I know I'm saying uh, it wrong. <laughs> uh because like just the way that he improved his game over his years in college, yeah. He has, and I've compared it to this, he has that Jimmy Butler work ethic. So you yeah. know he's going to maximize on every bit of the potential he has. He stayed to his senior year. And so, yeah, yeah. That, but I'm, I'm getting into my own. Let, let me go ahead with mine. My number one is EJ Liddell. EJ Liddell, ever since I started doing the, these, the draft prospect po- uh, profiles over on Chicago Bulls Central, he was one of the players that stood out to me just because there are some players that you can't pencil in a position. There's some players that you can't pencil, pencil in a spot that you just know, hey, listen, no matter what you put them in, they're going to find a way to be productive. I, I, I truly believe that you could put EJ Liddell as a small ball center, he'll figure it the hell out. That's not an optimal position I, I for him. Agree. I would agree. But, but that is, he, he will figure it out. It's, first of all, being 6'7", with a 7-foot wingspan, his wingspan is 6'11.75". That's six, That's seven. that's 7 feet. That's 7 feet. That's like KD, That's like KD's height, right? I'm not a 7-footer. Yeah. Shut up, KD. Exactly. Uh, <laughs> I, I'll say this. I'll say this. If, uh-huh. he go, if he was to go to Golden State, he would be the center. Oh, for sure. That's how he would play. If he were to go to Golden State, he would. Oh, shut up. Please stop talking about that. Because with the luck that you're talking about, they may draft him. And then then imagine this. It'll be Jordan Poole and EJ Liddell, the new Stephen Draymond. Hey, Andrew Wiggins. Oh, (laughs) yeah. Just let's just stop. Let's stop. Please don't say that. That We don't need no more. We don't need them to run the league anymore. But EJ Liddell, just looking at the way that he plays, looking at his motor, right? He just he's a player that you can believe in. The fact that he can shoot the three, the fact that he can put the ball on the floor some, the yeah. fact that he's a not the greatest like lockdown defender, but he's an active defender who's gonna stay in front of his man. He's gonna bring toughness right away. Vocal, like EJ Liddell is not you can't really he doesn't have any one great skill other than his motor. He's gonna go out there and play basketball. He's a basketball player. So EJ Liddell is my number one, absolutely. Number two, I'm going Nikola Jovic here. 
And that's because I don't know if I've drunk the Kool-Aid. I completely believe in his upside. I truly believe, and I said this before, I think it was over on Bulls, Chicago Bulls Central. Don't be surprised if five years from now, everybody's saying that Nikola Jovic is the best prospect to come out of this draft. Do not I'm be. Not, su- I'm not as high. You know what though? I can't. I know say, you're not. Yeah. I, I can't say I'm not as high. I'll say this. Yeah. Only reason I question it is because isn't that what Marco is supposed to become? I don't well, want to draft what we the, have. That's my technically only, that's my only the, question mark. Well, the thing is, is that I look at it this way: is that it's different. Yes, they have similar skill sets, but there's different tiers within skill sets. That's Nikola right. Jovic's. Tier is far above what I think Marco Simonovic is going to be. I think Marco can be a solid double double guy in the NBA, but I look at Nikola Jovic as a player that you that you look at one day, and I think Nikola Jovic, if he fills out, is going to be more of a center than a power forward. But we'll see what happens with his body there. But I look at Nikola Jovic, whether he ends up being a long term four or five, whatever happens. Just the fact that he has a little bit of everything and does them all like whereas EJ Liddell does a little bit of everything and doesn't excel at any in any one of them per se. Yeah. Nikola Jovic, you can see doing a little bit like being one of those players. It's like, damn, how can you like he's a creative player? Like I can see him turning in there, but I will say this. I do think it's going to go one of two ways with, with Nikola Jovic. I think it's going to go either he's a superstar or a bust. I don't see it being no, nothing in the middle. <laughs> so, so, so he's either Jokic or Miritich. Is that <laughs> that's the way route we're going with here's, it? Uh, here's the question mark. Can the NBA uh-huh. deal with more than one Nikola in the league at the same time? Because I don't I mean, think yeah, he's been able the, to. Yeah, technically, we got two Nicholas right now. Oh, that's true. We got we got Jokic and Vooch. That's true. All right, yeah, I'm already so, out. I'm wrong. Yeah, there you go. There you go. Last, lastly, uh, but not least, I'm gonna go different here because I did have I did have Oche Abaje in my as my number three, but I threw in an alternate because I figured you may have it just for the yeah. interest of conversation. Malachi Branham is I'm my number three there. And because of what he brings defensively, what he could bring offensively, and if you look at a player, if if we do get rid of Kobe White, we think either way, we're we're both in agreement that Kobe White's this he's not not long for the Chicago Bulls team. He's a player that can come in, in that position, be better defensively right away, and I think has similar offensive upside with that better defense. That much like what you said with o- Ocha, and we both said is that. I think that we could very well at some point be talking about now. I don't know that he'll be able to start next to Zach, but we're talking about hey. You got Zach Levine and then Malachi's coming off the bench. Y'all, y'all get no breaks. You get no breaks at all. So that I that's it's my so weird, bro. Like it, I, like <laughs> I don't know if you've ever like just looked at the players that are in this draft. Mm-hmm. It's all like undersized guys with ridiculously long wingspans and huge hands. Yeah. It's yeah. so weird this draft, bro. I like I I'm just like, are we gonna get an influx of Bobby Portis into the NBA next season? Like, <laughs> is, that, is that what's happening right here? Are That's we getting so 37 Daniel Gaffords out here? That's wild, bro. That's oh man. That's I like wild. the list though, bro. I like the list. I think here's the thing, right? How much separation do you think there is between any of them? I don't feel like with any of the names we said, there's mm-hmm. a huge amount of separation. Now, maybe you're a little bit higher on Jovic, but I feel like we're kind of like we're all kind of in that same player mindset bunched up, except for maybe Ochai Abaje. Yeah. He might be a little bit more in the NBA. Um, but I feel like everybody's like, yep, that guy's going to be 17 and 8. Yeah. There's, there's, it's not high on superstar potential, yeah. but this draft is very deep on just solid players that – that could develop into maybe maybe borderline stars, but there's there's a lot of players that are going to be are projected be in the NBA for a long. I wouldn't be surprised if we look back at this draft and this has one of the bigger percentages of players that yeah. end up sticking in the NBA. 
one of the deepest drafts in yeah. the NBA. I would agree with that. I'd agree yeah. with that. All right. Uh, so next up, we're going to get into players that we now think the Bulls should avoid in this draft. But first, got to talk to you guys about Arcade One. Boom shakalaka. Come on. Come on. Say it with me. Pat, say it. Boom shakalaka. There you go. We got big news. The one, the one and only NBA Jam is back. Arcade One Up, the leader in home at home retro games, is not only bringing the best game ever back, but they've made it bigger than ever with a wait for it, wait for it, wait for it, Shaq edition. People are obsessed with NBA Jam, and I'm thrilled to tell our listeners that you can once again play hoops with NBA legends in the classic arcade game. Jump clear across the court and set the ball on fire in one of the first sports games ever to feature real and digitized NBA licensed teams. No fouls, no free throws, no court. Sounds like how we play on the court. Um, that's how we play. Uh, compete with friends and family through all new Wi-Fi leaderboards, making you more connected than ever before. Pre-order now from Arcade One Up. That's Arcade, the number one up. Dot com for an est- for an estimated early September ship date. Arcade One Up is the place for fun. They've got even more classics like Golden Tee, Mortal Kombat, and many others starting at just $3.99. Check this out. They're giving away an NBA Jam Shack edition to a locked on listener. Enter for a chance to win a game console for your man cave at arcade1up.com slash locked on. That's arcade, the number one up.com slash locked on. You've got till Jan- July 8th to enter to win NBA Jam's Shaq Edition console. Don't, don't miss out. Enter today. Who are you going to play with? Who are you going to play with, Pat? Uh, yeah, I, mean, I already said I got to go Lakers, bro. Especially because, uh, was it you that was telling me to like, um, was it Jordan? Jordan's not in the game, Jordan's right? not in the game. Jordan's yeah, not it, in it, the game. So I was yeah. like, I was like, if Jordan's not in the game, like, you can't go Bulls. I'm doing Pippen and B.J. Armstrong? Nah, let me get, although B.J., I will say this. If you're an NBA Jam player, hey, let me know in the comments below. B.J. was cold. B.J. was smart. <laughs> That's hilarious, man. But all right, let's get into the next topic. So we talked about players that we want to see the Bulls and hope that the Bulls do draft tonight in the draft. But now we got to talk about the flip side of that. Unfortunately, there's always a downside to everyone. There's always some busts in every single draft. Now, we both said that we do think this may be a draft that ends up being quite deep. But who are some of the players that you think the Bulls should stay far, far away from when it comes to this draft? I think I think the way the, the caveat that we got to let everybody know, this does not mean that we think these mods are going to fail, um, although there there probably will be some that do. Mm-hmm. But it's it, for me anyway, it's more so about. There's enough question marks on you that I don't want my team to draft you. Mm-hmm. Um, the player for me on that is Patrick Baldwin. Oh, we we are in alignment there, my brother. And he has been rumored to the Chicago Bulls quite a bit. He's out of Milwaukee. He went to UM, uh, UWM Milwaukee. Um, he was one of, and, and I can say this for a fact, I've seen him up close and I've seen, he, if he went out of high school, he would have been, been top 15. Yeah. He'd sure. have been a lottery pick. But because of last season, dealing with some injury, being unable to play when he was able to play, did not play at his best, did not get the job done, didn't shoot the ball very well. There's enough question marks on him that I want the Chicago Bulls to stay far away from him. Will that be something that I may regret? Yeah, because he could absolutely be a boom player. Again, like when I tell you he looked like going into college, he could do everything. And he's 6'8". Or I'm sorry, 6'10". Six, ten. Six, ten. He's yeah. only 19 years old. I believe he's got a 6'11 wingspan. Um, Really, really solid player. But there's enough question marks around him that I feel like 
you could get a player that, yeah, might not have nearly as high of ceiling, uh, 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 might not be as big of a player in the NBA if it does pan out, but can still be a solid player in the draft and you can feel good about what you got. Plus, right, like how many boomer bust players can you have? Like we're, we're still kind of hoping for that with P-Will. We're still hoping for boom on P-Will. I think we've seen enough to be like, okay, it might be more boom than bust, but mm -hmm. we're still hoping for boom from P. Will. So I, I would avoid Patrick Baldwin in that situation. Listen, my my co-host, my dude, my brother, uh, Pat, just said everything very politically correct. I'm not going to give you that. Listen, Patrick Baldwin's going to be a bust. That's Chandler Hutchinson 2.0. I don't care. Like, I, 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 have, I have no at all qualms with saying this. Like, Patrick Baldwin is Hutch. 2.0, another man's, another, another man's trash. I'm sorry. And I, you know, I hope that he never sees this and God forbid, I'm going to have to eat some crow if he becomes a Chicago bull, because then I'm going to have to root for him after going in on him right now. But Patrick Baldwin has the highest bust potential of any player in this draft. Stay far away from Patrick Baldwin. I've seen the tape. I've watched it. I've tried to convince myself like, Oh, he did. And he does some things great. Right. But he's slow. Like, honestly, I'm surprised. Like, a player that I can, that I think is comparable, but I think is a better IQ basketball player is I saw Kyle Anderson's foot speed and I was like I don't necessarily see it for him. He went to yeah. prove me wrong. So hopefully Patrick Baldwin can prove me wrong. But I'm putting the the haze stamp of approval or of disapproval on this one. Stay far far away from Patrick. Now Baldwin. what what you watch on him? This is the question mark. This is why I say this right. What did you mm -hmm. watch on him? Because he chose to play through injury. This is which true. Is, which is which is a real reason why. He didn't because if you look at him in high school and you look at him in college, yes, I understand the competition is completely different, but mm -hmm. he doesn't move the same. He's not mm -hmm. moving the same. He's not uh, a reaction. Patrick Baldwin looks like light skin Tony Snell. Nah. Yes. Nah, now we're getting disrespectful. Now <laughs> I don't getting care, bro. Now we're getting disrespectful. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, I just, here's the thing, right? I, I, I still want the Bulls to stay away from it. And I feel like I'm going to eat crow on it because I think he, he could pan out, but I have so many questions around what you can do against higher competition because when I saw you against higher competition, right, like there's no reason I can't believe that you're not going to play through injury when you're in the NBA versus higher competition. Um, but what I will say is I also can acknowledge that he, he, he tried to do like the, I'm going to put my team ahead of me, and it hurt him. I can agree with that. I can agree. It it hurt his draft stock. It hurt the the kind of player that he that he probably would have been looked at as. And and I feel like he's a better player than what we saw. But even that, right? I still have questions on the ceiling on that. Um, but I, I mean, I we'll see. We'll. I, I I'm not gonna go as hard as you did. Hey, listen. <laughs> I don't expect you to, bro. You're a little bit more politically correct than I am. I'm crazy. I always say that. I'm crazy. Um, but <laughs> next one on my list. And this is going to get us some fire. Listen, I know they're going to be in the comments. I want I want the Chicago Bulls to say far, far away from Kaiso. Just he's far not away. Even, he's not even. Bro, I like just had that, to, I have to mention it, bro. Like, please stay far away from Kaiso. I, I mean, Kofi, like none of these guys are, are even in the realm of first round. So, they, like, hey, hey, listen, they have no choice but to stay far away from him unless we get a late second round pick. This now, I'll ask you this, right? I'll ask you this as we get into mm -hmm. the next topic. If we get that late second round pick, would you be okay with a No. Okay. No. Okay. There is no there is no okay. position other than him <laughs> paying the Chicago Bulls to come play for us that I would take. Honestly, and this is the thing. I look at, like, 
I look at a, a player like uh, Kendall Brown, Bo, uh, Christian Coloco. Uh, these are players that I would uh, in the second round. Marjan Bishop is now a Bochamp is now expected to be a second round pick. These are all players that I that I think that would are going to still be better than Kaiso, and that I would Yo. rather take a shot on. Yo, Orlando Robinson is breaking well. news on the show here. Oh, what well, we got? Way. Not not Bulls related, but well, okay. it, 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 we avoid them now. I wasn't worried about him. Detroit has traded Jeremy Grant to Portland for a 2025 first round pick via okay. Milwaukee. Kobe White stock going up, ladies and gentlemen. Listen, I'm <laughs> telling you guys. I'm telling you guys. Wow. 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 Okay. We okay. got a Woj bomb on the show. We got to get a we got to get a bomb drop in this mug. Uh, yeah. Detroit is swaps 2022 second round picks getting 36 for 46 with Portland two. Denver gets a 2025 second round pick back from Portland and Portland sends the most favorable 2026 second round pick between Portland and New Orleans to Detroit. That's that's okay. Is that's Detroit better or worse? Worse, absolutely. <laughs> That's wild. Okay, well, there you go. We got our uh we got our Woj bomb on the show. That was unexpected, but hey, I wonder so so that you said they got a first round pick back? They got a first round pick for Jeremy Grant. For in this year's draft? In the 2025 draft. Okay, well, I don't care. I don't I don't care about that right now. I, just, no, I don't want no more movement. Uh, yeah, 2025, and they got a second-round pick back for this year's draft. Wow. Milwaukee gets for 46. Milwaukee gets Jeremy Grant. Milwaukee? No, Portland. Portland. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. The Dumb. pick is from Milwaukee. The pick is from Milwaukee. <laughs> ah, well, that, that's the <laughs> beach. They've been trying to add around Jeremy there. Grant to Milwaukee? It's just like, Listen. all right, we're all in the paint. <laughs> what you know what? Shout out to this. This takes another Zach Levine candidate or rumor candidate off the board. But I, I'm telling you, everything is pointing to everybody that people have said to be interested in Zach Levine. They are now being informed that Zach Levine isn't available and they're moving on. No, but wasn't the, wasn't the deal to Portland supposed to be Zach and Jeremy Grant? And no, they can't, they can't do both. Jeremy Grant doesn't make that much. Jeremy Grant doesn't make that much. Go back and look at his contract, brother. How much is Jeremy Grant making? He's not making max money. No, he's not making max money. Jeremy Grant's making like 20-something mil a year, ain't he? That's not that much money, brother? I mean, it's not bad for a third option. That's like paying Zach DeMar and Vooch. Listen, but he's not good as any of those players. No, not at all. No, he's <laughs> but... <laughs> Three years, 60 million? Yeah, 20 million. Yeah. 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 Let's move on. We got to get into the next. Oh, wait, you got to get into the last topic, bro. Yeah, yeah. Well, let's get into the last topic of the day. Let's get into it. All right. <laughs> <laughs> wow, Woj Bomb dropped on the show. All right. Now, with that being said, and I guess this way, this is a good way to transition into it. You keep Everything that we see keeps telling us and letting us know that Kobe White's trade value isn't as low as some people thought. So, what are the chances that we're given that Acme, and this is, this is saying that they keep their pick, not that they trade down, yeah. but that they get an additional First late first round pick. What what chances are you giving? If you're gonna move Kobe, I would say that you're probably going to try to replace that youth. So I would give it a forty five percent chance. 
it kind of high, but not really super high, right? Because like I, I like Kobe getting you a pick back, but it's also about does a team feel like they want to give a pick for Kobe? I think Kobe's worth a draft pick right now, but it, but the question mark comes in: Do they want to give a pick for Kobe in this year's draft? So I'm yeah, a, I'm gonna go on the higher end of the low end, if that makes sense. So 45 percent. Okay, okay. I'm giving this. I really, since we talked about putting this on here, get, have thought about this and mulled all over it. I think that it's more than likely them getting a first round pick than not, especially if they do move Kobe. So I'm gonna I'm gonna put a 55 percent chance on it. Okay. I said that when we do our live draft right, show, when we do our live live draft show tomorrow, we're talking about the Bulls not only taking a high upside player, but also taking a more sure thing right now. Yeah. It it's. It's in it. It's a not a bad draft to do it right because the thing that we've said is that one, the Bulls need to build out their bench. Two, the Bulls have multiple needs that they need to go after. And as far as shooting wise, right? Like I don't know if there's a player shooting wise that you feel is going to give you that, unless Ochai B, uh, 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 Ochai Baje, um does make it to us if he falls in the draft right mm. that might be a situation where the bulls move kobe white because i feel like in that situation right if oche abaje falls near us in the draft that means that a lot of people have moved down in the draft uh and you can feel like you can get them later in the draft that'll be a mm. situation where maybe ak goes after the guy that okay this guy's going to be a nice wing player he can shoot a little bit he can do a, little, a few things for us and on top of that now we can go get either probably not an ej liddell if you if you pick him there but maybe one of those lower guys that is falling atari eason or something like it depends that depends on how low you fall because ej liddell may still be there in the 20s somewhere in the 20s high right, 20s right. It, it depends on it depends on what kind of pick i mean what range do we think kobe white gets you right do we feel like kobe white gets you a uh, uh um a 20s pick or does Kobe White feel more like a early second round pick? To me, Kobe feels kind of like more a early second round pick, a very late first round pick. So like 29, 28 in the first round. I don't think EJ Liddell will still be on the board at that point. If EJ Liddell is still on the board at that point, AK probably is pulling the trigger on the trade. Oh, for sure. For sure. Um, for sure. I agree with that. Um, just look, I was just looking at something like a player that I was pretty high on. Jalen Williams now is in in the sec projected to go in the second round in a few mocks. Mocks are so bro, mocks, bro. I, listen, mocks, I, and that's why mocks, that's why I try to look at so many mocks because I try to use it to get like an average. Yeah, um, yeah, bro. Like mocks be wild, bro. It'd be like, how you feeling about him that day? <laughs> exactly, exactly. And then some mocks, honestly, I don't think really take into, into consideration the needs of the team. I really do think they, after like the lottery, they just start looking at, oh, there's the best available. That's hey, the next I, best available. I tell you, I tell you what, mock everybody need to be looking at, and it's not because I'm on the locked on network right now. Oh, come on. Give it what they me. do at the Locked On Big Board, bro? Fire. If you're not watching uh, 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 Raphael break that mess down, bro, fire. This, this is not because I'm on the network. It's not a plug or nothing. I've actually used this information for the Breeze. <laughs> Hayes has used this for Chicago Bulls Central. Like, I know it, bro. Like, like if you're going to look at a mock, like, that's the first one I've been going to lately because I'm like, bro, like, these mugs are plugged. Like, where are they getting this information from? <laughs> bro, like, his uh, – Raphael's sources, like, 
Bro, the, he's 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 lying in some pockets. Like uh, I don't even <laughs> yeah, know. you know what I'm like, saying. <laughs> like shout out to Rafael Bartlow because he that man. Listen, some of the information he be, he is the Woj of the NF, of the NBA draft. Yeah, yeah, that's how I feel about it. I ain't gonna lie to you. So make sure y'all go check him out. We just we just gave a big hype up segment on this mug, man. Shout out to Rafael, man. You're doing great things out here. Keep the work up, brother. Yeah, you know I'm saying. Um, but on top of that, right? Like I think I think when you're looking at this where where these guys are going to end up finding the right piece for the bulls you got to be around 20 24 23 do you think kobe gets you that that's a i, I think a he could high it depends kobe's that high it depends like look, hold on let me see who's who's low in the draft right let's see who's who's low in the draft okay listen this is what i'm this is what i'm saying Listen, listen here. Do you think Golden State takes Kobe for the 28th pick and turns Kobe into the next runner made for? I, I don't want to see that. Um, but yeah, I look at Houston at 20, 26. They could possibly take a look at Kobe. Um, but is I don't I don't know if EJ falls that far. That's that's my question. That's, well, that's EJ, the, so EJ or right EJ now or or EJ or Tari if they fall to twenty six. Here's the thing. So EJ right now, honestly, the lowest that I see him going in updated drafts. Yesterday was different. He was going like the first round, the first pick in the second round. Yeah. Most of them just skimming through now, 24 to Milwaukee. That's what I that's what I kind of figured too. Because he's somebody that can step in. And I think Milwaukee's getting to the point where but here's what I'm saying though. Go ahead. I'm about to say is that we're hearing that a lot of teams are shopping Portland. I mean uh Philly shopping that 23 pick, trying to get rid of that. Dude, would you? Keep keep in mind they keep their 18th pick. Is it worth taking Matisse Thibel's contract for Kobe White to then still be able to draft EJ Liddell? I get the pick with Thibel. You get the pick. There's for everything that's being reported. The shopping them together. together. If I get the if I get the pick with Thibel, it's worth it. But but is that what's Thibel's contract right now? I don't even. I don't. I don't pay attention to. Is he on? uh, Is he still on the the rookie you did? Uh, I don't think so. Matisse Thibel contract right now. Woo! He's on yeah, $3 million. Yeah, $3 million. Yeah, no. Um, dang, well, yeah. They, would to, they would have to send us the pick because Kobe makes more than that. Yeah. Kobe's a lottery pick. Jesus. So here's what I'm asking you. <laughs> Again, now Matisse Thibel, we've talked about the, the potential in this first rumor that the Bulls are interested. End of bench player at the, at the, at the most, right? We, yeah. He's not getting paid much, so forget it. But is it worth it? Let's even say, because Walker Kessler could also, let's say the Bulls don't want to risk it on EJ Liddell. They take EJ yeah. Liddell at the 18th. Yeah. They then go and get up uh, uh, Walker Kessler with with the pick that they can get from, from uh, Philly in the, at 23. I don't think you can. I don't think you can because if you're trading Kobe mm-hmm. and you're bringing back Matisse Thibel, you basically said, we don't plan on shooting the basketball. Because EJ EJ can shoot, but, but I don't want to mind. But keep in I, mind, I don't, by doing that, the Bulls still have the full mid level exception. They still have a trade player. Technically, they can absorb Thibel with their trade player exception. But so we means, could be we could be talking about not even like there's a chance of that. But but that means at that point, right now, you're relying on your entire backcourt help being from guys that just got into the NBA. No, but that's why I said mid-level exception. They could still use their mid-level exception to then go out and fill. Because think about it. At that point, you filled your backup 3-4. You filled, you filled your backup 5 of Walker Kessler. You then have $10 million that could be spread out amongst multiple players to go find a 3D player. 
I that's tough for me. That would be that's tough. Fair. For that's me. fair. That would be tough for me because not to say Kobe's great, right? But Kobe at least gives you the threat of shooting. And I I get like Mark Eversley really wants uh Thibel to be that. And it's not that I wouldn't take the the trade for Kobe, mm -hmm. but I feel like with that second pick, you would have to go get you a shooter. You would have to go get somebody that you think is going to be able to knock down shots for you. I don't think you could go EJ and. Well, that's Walker why I said there's. It's not like that. You don't have to fill every need in the draft, brother. So what are you doing with your with your ten million dollar mid level except because you don't need another big at that point. Who are you signing though? I haven't really taken a look at major free agents because I've been so focused on the draft coverage. And that's. I mean, it, I mean, it's not. It's not. A, it's not a. It's not a great you dig for for just signing. Uh, 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 knockdown. I guess you could find one, right? But like. At that point, hey Matt Thomas, what you doing this weekend? You know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> it's it's uh th that would be tough for me, and it, it would also mm -hmm. be tough for me saying um, that you got Thibel, you do have EJ Liddell, and then on top of that, you add in Walker Kessler. You're talking about at least Thibel comes in with, as a defensive clamp. You know what he's going to be. The other two, while I I believe they have incredible upside in the NBA, and I believe that they will give you. Uh, good impact to start things off. You're putting a lot of faith in dudes that have never dribbled an NBA basketball to be the solid pieces that come into a game and give you legitimate minutes right off the bat when you're trying to make a, a deeper run in the NBA playoffs this year. I think that would be putting a lot on Walker and EJ. Well, I mean, them getting drafted, either way, if you draft either one of them, they're playing the same role. Like, I mean, so they're going to get a lot put on them no matter where they go. But but not at the same time. <laughs> like you you're talking about literally putting a lineup out there where it's like EJ and Walker. All right, y'all cover the paint. Y'all go stop the best people in the world. I, I, I right guess now. I like, guess I see it as a as a broader thing than you because I don't see it as that's your only move. You, at that point, you still got 15 more million dollars to try to do something with. So it's not like it's big, are you gonna go with a big there, right? Because if you go with a big there, now you're taking away minutes from these dudes that you hope develop into something well you got to let them earn their minutes right ej's probably going to be the one that you play right away but with, with especially a big and walker kessler yeah they, they usually suffer from foul trouble so do you bring in a hassan whiteside that's on a two million dollar contract to at least be a little a little bit more of a of a again not somebody you're betting on but i'm just saying it's it's yeah, options hey, out hey, there brother hey, if, if, it, if it's two million dollars you pay two million too much but uh <laughs> i'd rather <laughs> I bring them in for a Portillo sandwich and a and a. Now you get a regular milkshake. I was gonna say a chocolate cake shake, but that's a little high. That's, that's a little that's too a, high. It, <laughs> see, hold your horses there, brother. <laughs> 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 but all right, man. Let's go ahead. We get, we get into all type of speculation, man. This this interesting conversation, bro. But I, I still think I, I do. I do think the Bulls are gonna what they do with the extra pick. We'll see. But I do think yeah. once the bull once you hear that the Bulls are actively shopping Kobe White to me. That means to me that you that he has to be gone by the start of the season. He on yeah, he's on the phone right now. Yeah. AK's like so. Uh, no, I mean AK so may be done with it. He may be like, hey, we're, go we're going. Done. We will we will announce it when I say we're going to announce it. I said this on the breeze yesterday, bro. I said I said everybody's speculating this Kobe White trade is coming. What if what if Kobe White's the only one left? Like everybody <laughs> yeah. else, everybody else that we speculate, nobody's gonna be here. Bulls are gonna get it done. Zach Levine's gonna be here. We're starting the season next season with Kobe White as our starting two guy. <laughs> <laughs> oh God, no. God, please. Bro, I said, I said, I said, Mud's going a little hard on Kobe White. Watch him stick around. He's just you just be looking at him like uh like Pac up in juice. <laughs> 
Yeah, Kobe cannot be here at the start of the season. We'll see. We'll see, though, man. We'll see. But go ahead, Pat, man. Give him social media. Let's get up out of here, bro. Hey, man, follow us on follow us on everything at Locked On Bulls. And, of course, follow me at Pat the Designer. Appreciate y'all for tuning in and showing love, man. Uh, you can follow me at CEO Hayes at CEO H-A-I-Z-E. Thank you so much for making Locked On. Bulls, your first listen today. Now for your second listen, go and check out NBA Mock Draft. Which you are, we just gave you a plug for it. Go and check out what they do over there at Locked On NBA Big Board. Listen, they got you covered everywhere. Oh, That's yeah. just period. Sure. They got you covered. Go and listen to that. Prepare yourself for the draft tonight. We will see you guys again tonight. When we go live after the draft, giving you your live episode, it will technically be the Friday episode. So when you see us live Thursday night during the draft, don't be wondering, hey, why do they release the same episode Friday? Because that's it. That's your Friday episode. <laughs> so that is it from us for today. For Pat the Designer, I'm Hayes. This is Locked on Bulls, and we'll see you lovely, beautiful people tomorrow. Peace out. Peace.